Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome back to Sky Sport Radio. Michael Guerin joining you for On The Pace. I hope your Tuesday has started well. A rarity, no New South Wales harness racing today. We have no meetings in the state, but there is racing at Albion Park, Bendigo, Devonport and Tasmania. Globe Derby's got a meeting in Narragin over in WA's got a meeting. So plenty of places for you to have a bet if you want to get involved in the harness. That gives us a rare opportunity to catch up with the man behind potentially the best horse, not only in Australia, but in Australasia, that is Lock and Bar Art, trainer, driver, David Moran, takes time out of his morning to join us. Thanks for taking the time, David. Yeah, no worries, mate. Mate, uh, you're off to the Thick Bread Super Series four-year-old final on Thursday night at Melton. You've got Barrier 1. We're going to talk afterwards about what happens after that, but... From barrier one, key factor for those who take the short odds and want a multi-bit, do you hold up or can you hold up? Yeah, I will definitely, um, you know, providing everything goes well, we'll definitely be trying to hold up, Mick, that's for sure. I, I think we can. Um, you know, he, he's got reasonably good gate speed, really. I guess the only concern is probably, you know, barrier one to barrier six where Harley's drawn. But, um, yeah, no, I think we're going to have to hold up. I presume that's Hurricane Harley, who... You gave a pretty good headache to last week when you sat outside him and beat him. I presume if he did cross you, you wouldn't be sitting in the trail waiting around. I presume you'd be out sitting parked outside him and trying to give him another headache. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I haven't sort of haven't dived too far into it. Generally, just wait to the uh, to the green light goes on and and make the decision from there. But um, yeah, I suppose you know you stay in the pocket and you always take that take that little bit of a risk. But uh, yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure yet. Mate, it's been a massive 2020. You started 2020 with a good horse, but maybe not a horse people thought, apart from you, was a great horse. You managed to win the Bonanza at Melton in a 148.6, which is a Victorian state record for a mile rate. You then won the Chariots of Fire, massive in the Miracle Mile, and then you absolutely spanked King of Swing in the Victoria Cup. Did you see this coming? Did you think you had a horse who could do all of that? Um, oh, look, he, he's obviously, he's always shown me uh, that he was going to go to some pretty highs, but um, but probably not probably not to what he has done. And, and, you know, with some of the races and the horses that he's raced, the arrogance that he's done it in. Um, but in saying that too, he, he's a horse that, from the time, you know, from, from a two-year-old sort of thing, every race, every track work, whatever it may be, he's just got better and better and better. So, um, you know, it's just I, I wouldn't have said that I thought he would reach these heights um, in the way that he has, but um, but nothing does really surprise me. If you get through Thursday night with a win on the board, I, I know you have a, a sort of a plan for what's going to happen next in Victoria. That could be Shepparton, maybe a Ballarat Cup, but definitely a Hunter Cup and a Ballarat Cup together. Then you might have a little surprise for the harness racing fans listening to Sky Sport Radio this morning. You want to qualify for the Miracle Mile, but you might not do it at Menangle, David. You were telling me yesterday you might go to Newcastle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, um, Kevin and Leonie Gordon that, that own the horse, uh, they're locals there at Newcastle. They've, they've been there for a long time, and um, it's been their biggest uh, their biggest dream is to, to win a Newcastle Mile. So. 
hopefully this year we can try and do it for them. Mate, if you take it to Newcastle, that's a two-week swing until the Miracle Mile. I presume if he goes there and wins, you get the automatic invite. Is it a case where you would then take him back to Victoria and come back for a Miracle Mile? Yeah, most likely, Mick. Um, just depending on, on what's sort of going to happen at home and, and you know, how many horses we've got here and, and different things like that at the time, that's probably going to be the be the biggest thing. You know, it'd be great to, to go away with a horse for two or three weeks on end, but um, sort of not that easy when you've got other horses in the stable. So it's just something we're going to have to work out at the time, what, what what's here and what's around us. There is a few to go up. Um, we've got a couple of two-year-olds that race this year that will hopefully go up to the Derby around Miracle Mile time also, and then you've got the pink bonnet and, and the sapling which you know we've got a couple of two-year-olds through the sales that seem to go pretty well so you know unless there's four or five to take then we may just stay up there um but otherwise yeah we'll just have to wing it at the time how's it been for a guy like yourself you probably don't have massive staff numbers and therefore you, you don't have the resource that maybe a craig cross luke mccarthy stable does or a mark Pearson stable does to have a horse that's good, where they sort of take over your life, but you still have requirements around training other horses and young horses and other owners, it must be a difficult juggling act. Yeah, it is. It's um, yeah, it, it's it's it can be hard, that's for sure. It's you know, it's one of them things you you don't like to sound, you know, too arrogant in the way the way you go about it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been very good. It's been a great ride and it's been a great thrill, but it's, it's been a few headaches along the way with it. You know, you look at trainers that have that have done it in the past and it's um, it's a real credit to them because, not a, you know, if you're going to travel away with one or two horses for periods of time and, and you know, distances a long way away, it's it's very hard to try and manage your stable back at home when, you know, you haven't got the resource to either have too many staff or, you know, or finding the right person that's, can be extremely hard. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's not all fun. Mate, what sort of horse is Artie to be around? I mean, obviously a lot of the very good horses can be quite obstinate or quite picky in the way they do things. What sort of horse is he? Because he obviously you would spend a lot of time with him. Yeah, you know, he's pretty cool. He's pretty laid back sort of fellow. He um and we've sort of tried to keep him that way and, and not sort of you know keep him on his own and, and let him get it too far ahead of himself. He, you know, he goes out with another horse, you know, generally not leading up to a race, but when he's not racing, he goes out with another horse in the paddock every day and they, uh, they get along pretty good. So it keeps him pretty subdued and, and things like that. So he's pretty, he's pretty laid back and he's pretty easy going. Mate, you've got a one, one, one all against King of Swing. You beat him in the, Victoria Cup, he beat you in the Miracle Mile. Your two-all was self-assured. He beat you twice as a three-year-old. You beat him twice as a four-year-old. What do you make of those two? Like self-assured is back next week at Cambridge. King of Swing has obviously been very good for the last year. Do you think you have the best horse? Um, well, they're, they're great horses. You know, they're all they're all great horses in their own right. Um, and I think you know, like. I think it comes down to a lot of them races is, is barrier draws and runs and things like that. You know, I think King of Swings run was uh, was exceptional in the in the uh, Victoria Cup. You know, had to do a bit of work in a, in a pretty quick lead time and and then sort of kept them rolling. We sort of got a bit of a breather on his back. So, um, you know, they're great horses, self-assured. We've only got to look at what he's done in you know in a short career, really. Um, you know, yeah, you wouldn't. Uh, 
I wouldn't swap my bloke for any of them, but I certainly wouldn't knock one of them back. Mate, you've got a couple of big races on the radar. Well, not so much this Thursday, because I think he's expected to win there. The, the Hunter Cup's half a million, and you've got the Miracle Mile for a millions. Money aside, they were both worth the same amount. If you could only win one of them between now and March the 6th at Menanga, which one would you want to win? Oh, I'd probably have to say the Miracle Mile. Um, it's probably a race, you know. There's a race that's on the calendar every year that, that you would just dream of winning, you know, when you're a kid growing up and, and things like that. And even now, I guess, it's it's a race that you just, you know, it's it's probably everyone's dream to win, to win an Inter Dominion or a Miracle Mile. For me, the Miracle Mile sort of probably sits above an Inter Dominion. Mate, it's um, it's great what you've achieved with with Artie in 2020, mate. I know it hasn't come without its, its pressures, but it's a remarkable role of honour what he's achieved. Good luck on Thursday night, mate. Hope he goes well for you. And um, before we let you go, have you got a, a winner for the Sky Sport Radio listeners down here in Sydney or listening around the country on the app? Is there anything we should keep an eye out for the next couple of weeks? Uh, I got one in tomorrow at Kilmore, a horse called Bella Claire. Um, I think it'd be pretty hard to beat. Mate, we appreciate your time, mate. Um, look forward to seeing you um, in the new year, whether it's at Hunter Cup time or maybe even for our fans out there at, in Newcastle for the Newcastle Mile Night on February the 19th. Right, Mick. Thanks for having me on. Hope to catch up with a drink shortly. It's David Moran, the man who trains and drives Lock and Bar Art. He should be, if you're a multi-punter, winning on Thursday night at Melton. It's a big breed super series heat, but great news there. David looking to sneak him up to Newcastle for the Newcastle Mile. That's February the 19th. It's an automatic qualifier for the Miracle Mile. He wins there. I think it's February 19th. It's close enough to that date. He wins there. It's job done, and he would be into the Miracle Mile. So that's the first of the qualifying races. Great news for the Newcastle Club. They could well have the best horse in maybe Australasia coming to their meeting. That's the On the Pace segment for today. As I said, no harness racing in New South Wales today. Rarity, there's still other markets available. All the odds are out on tab.com.au. Tomorrow, we'll be back on On the Pace, and we're going to try and get Mark Purden. The reason being, on Thursday, he trains the favourite for the Auckland Cup, which will be the last race he officially trains in for some time. He takes a sabbatical from racing. He will not be training horses in his name from Friday morning. We'll go and talk to him about that decision and what happens next in his life and, of course, get you a winner for Thursday on All the Pace from 10.30 tomorrow morning. Champion Mick, uh, Mick Gearan there with On the Pace. And Mick, um, if you're still on the line, um, what about Frontman yesterday, mate, at Rotorua? Um, it was a big win. Mick actually tipped it up and uh, it got the cash. It was heavily backed from the Baker Forsman Yard. We spoke about that yesterday on the program and it duly saluted. So that's On the Pace with Mick Gearan. Mick, back tomorrow. We'll take a break. You're on Sky Sports Radio.